0: Hello, welcome back to Tay Rock Rockin' Wild the Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Rockwell, and I am so thrilled to have you back for yet another episode. Last week you guys seemed to love Jack on the podcast, which I fully understand why, because I equally loved Jack on the podcast. He had a lot of good, insightful things to say and add and contribute. So I hope you did learn something from the last podcast, and I think If you did listen to the last podcast and you did enjoy it, I think you're going to equally enjoy this next podcast coming up. Um, Today, I want to discuss getting shit done. Okay, but before I go into that topic, how is everybody this week? I know that we're wrapping up finals. A lot of people are graduating this week. Congratulations to you all if you are graduating uh, this spring of 2021. What else is going on right now? Uh, The ocean is warming up. If you live coastal, definitely jump into that ocean. I went, the couple, I went, uh, not yesterday, but the day before, and this was probably the first time where the water was, like, warm, and I kind of was, like, having more fun, and my feet weren't little icicles about to burst off of my body, so that was great. Um, other good news, I had two presentations this week over Zoom, and they were pretty big presentations for my, uh, for school, basically, and it was interesting because I was like, oh, I won't get nervous, it's over Zoom, and yet, like, my fingers were, like, shaking, and I thought that was interesting because, well, for one, I've never, I mean, this is, like, the first year that I was, like, doing big, important presentations over Zoom, And you would think by the comfort, I mean, I was literally wearing a black shirt, and then a pink blazer on top, and then my sweatpants and my UGG boots on the bottom. And you would think, while I'm feeling comfortable and I'm in the comfort of my own house, how could I possibly get nervous? I did get a little nervous. My hands were shaking. So that was interesting. But other than that, I had a really good week. Well we went surfing a lot, um, I've been getting a lot of orders in, so I've been fulfilling all my plant orders, it's been a good week, and I'm coming to an end of my semester, so that's always relieving, although I'm taking summer classes this, uh, summer, so that way I can just finish everything that I need to for my degree, so that's gonna be interesting. Hopefully summer classes go well. Anyway, also this week I tried a new system, of planning, and this is my main focus for today's topic. Um, I tried block planning. Is that what it's called? Block scheduling? Um, Block planning? No, I'm pretty sure that's how they say it schedule calendar blocking oh i think it's called calendar blocking anyway so i saw somebody do this i think on pinterest and i was like hmm interesting and then later i saw like an interview i think it was elon musk uh he was talking about calendar blocking and i was like okay you know i'm kind of one who I like to do things the way I like to do things, but if what I'm doing isn't working, then I'm pretty like open to any suggestions. And what was happening was that I felt like, okay, I'm making these I'm making these long ass to-do lists, and every morning I wake up, like literally the second my eyes open the first thing on my mind is my to-do list. Like, everything I need to get done that day, and is it possible for me to get everything done within the hours of the day? And it's been a little stressful just overall, especially because my to-do lists somehow have accumulated to have 29 things on each day, which You know, I'm sure there's many of you who are listening, you're like, me too. I literally have 30 things on my to do list every single day, and Taylor, please help me organize them. So, I'm here to talk about my experience with calendar blocking, okay? I did it for a week, so we're gonna talk about it. And um, let me just start with saying, I am a fan, okay? (laughs) I really enjoyed this way of planning, I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about time I'm not necessarily wasting, but not utilizing. So when I feel like I have no time, I kind of found the little pockets where I have time I'm just not utilizing. And I also learned that my to-do lists are just too long. Okay, plain and simple. There's only one of me and maybe I just can't get 30 things done. Although I'm going to try and I'm going to talk to you about how I tried okay so i guess for starters i didn't exactly do much research okay (laughs) let me start there (laughs) i kind of watched you know the couple interviews and i saw a couple pins on pinterest and i was like okay i'm ready to go so i didn't exactly do my homework so let's start there if you're listening to me and i'm talking like maybe i'm not doing it correctly or like calendar blocking correctly but anyway overall i kind of just came up with my own formula and i liked it So I didn't know exactly where to start and how to transition from my traditional to-do list. So traditionally what I would do is like the night before or even sometimes the day of, I would write, you know, Monday and I would write everything I need to get done that day, okay? And then a lot of the times, well, a lot of things weren't getting done and it, it wasn't like It wasn't like I just wasn't doing them. It was like genuinely I just didn't have time. So I thought. Okay. So I thought I didn't have time to do them. And then so they kind of would just get put on the back burner. And I would do like the most important things first. That like needed to get done. That had like a deadline. And then the things that didn't have a deadline. Like maybe let's say I really wanted to do laundry that day or something. You know. That obviously doesn't have much of a deadline on it. I just wouldn't do. And not only would I not do it and then carry it over to the next day, it just got left behind. If I didn't get it done on Monday, she wasn't transferring over to Tuesday. Because on Tuesday, I had a whole other new list of things I had to do. So that was kind of the problem that I was running into. Is I was making to-do lists and things weren't getting done. And things were getting forgotten about. So here I am, ready to experiment with calendar blocking. So, if you're unfamiliar with calendar blocking, okay, let me just Google it real fast. Maybe, let me give you a real definition. One second. Is it called calendar blocking? Let me see. Calendar blocking. Oh, okay. So, it's called time blocking, not calendar blocking. Okay, God, I figured that out. But I did a quick Google search, and it says, time blocking is the practice of planning out every moment of your day in advance. she's (laughs) she's oh. <laughs> okay planning out every moment of your day in advance and dedicating specific time blocks for certain tasks and responsibilities when you fill your calendar with the tasks and things you want to do it's harder for others to steal your time Gee, that was, a, that was a strict definition. So anyway, now that you have a good definition to describe time blocking, maybe you'll have a better vision of what I'm doing or what I'm trying to do. So like I said, I have did this for the last week. I did it for seven days and I'm coming up on my eighth day. So I'm doing it for the eighth week going on my second or the eighth day going on my second week. So I'm just going to say I'm a fan. And okay, so this is what I did. Okay, so I have well I have two notebooks and it's a little excessive but maybe it's just because I don't know what I'm doing so I'm still just trying to figure out my way so what I did is in my traditional calendar or planner I have a planner and like let's say on Tuesday I would just write my to-do list so that's where I started so on Tuesday here let me just grab my calendar okay so on Tuesday, I needed to get some daily movement in, I needed to pack and send out four orders, I had class at 10, I had class at 1, I had to go pick up some box boxes that came in for uh, plants and pilates, I had to finish an assignment for my business plan slides, and I had to film new content for the PNP website. Er, Instagram, I had to post that content, and then I needed to plan my future content, and then I needed to reply to comments on my social media, and then I had a surfing date at 5 30. (laughs) Okay, so that was my to-do list for Tuesday. Okay, so I just, step one, wrote my to-do list. Okay, so I read everything off on Tuesday that I needed to do. That is what my Tuesday looked like. So then, I'm ready, I'm realizing, okay, to do list isn't gonna work, girl. We need to figure out some time blocking. So I grabbed a separate notebook and I wrote out the day Tuesday. Here, let me flip to that page so I can read it perfectly. Tuesday, wonderful. Okay. So then I took the times 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. and I wrote, you know, 7, 7:30, 8, 8:30, 9, 9:30, etc. Right? And so I'm looking at th- Tuesday with all these times and I'm figuring out okay what where is everything gonna go and so I looked obviously I had a surfing day at 5:30, so I needed to leave my house by 5 so I that is a definite time that just needs to be done so I immediately oh wait before I go on hang on hang on let me start over let me start over before I go on I I'm a huge just planner, okay? When I say I live out of my planner, I live out of my planner, like, I wouldn't be able to keep all my cards in a row, all my ducks in a row, cards in a row. I wouldn't be able to keep all my ducks in a row without my planner, okay? So before I did that step, I went into, okay, I grabbed all these colored pens and I wrote out weekly importance. So, I wanted to color-code my planner as well, and by color-coding, I wanted to do everything that's important to me to get done in one week. Okay, and if I read 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay, so I had 12 different categories that I wanted to get done every single week, that I wanted to make sure that every single week I'm hitting, hitting these points. Okay, for example, these are my 12 topics. So I had um, physical health, okay, and I highlighted that in pink. So when I talk about my physical health, that's where like my daily movements come in. And obviously, having daily movements is important for me to practice weekly. So I put that in pink. Then I had mental health in purple. So that would be anything from, like, meditating to journaling to whatever my soul needs that week, right? And then in blue, I also put Jack time slash relationship health, which I think is important that I plan out because, yes, Jack and I obviously live together but that doesn't mean we're spending quality time together. So I wanted to make a huge emphasis that it's important that I take time out of my day to really say like, hey, this is Jack time and all of my other thoughts are gonna be avoided because right now I'm spending time with Jack. And then in a darker purple, I put marketing, and it's because I make a ton of content for Plants and Pilates. If you follow that Instagram or on TikTok or YouTube, I'm just constantly filming content, so that's obviously important in my weekly habits. And then, in a different shade of blue, I put packing, and it's because I pack and fulfill all of my Plants and Pilates orders, so that takes a huge part of my week as well. Then, in red, I put expanding plants and pilates. So, this would be anything from additional research, to new product development, to new packaging development, to reaching out to different brands, to I have um, someone I meet with weekly and we go over certain stuff. So, that is an example that I would talk about and that I would schedule in terms of expanding plants and pilates. Then, I have in green, plant time. And if you don't know me personally, and if you don't follow me on social media, you should know that I have probably 3 million plants living in my house that depend on me to live and thrive, okay? (laughs) So, plant time is serious in my household, where I just need to make sure everyone's watered, getting their sun, their leaves are nice and wiped, nice and dust, feeling good. Okay, so that's plant time and that's equally important in my weekly to-do's. Then, in gray, I have house time. Uh, I work from home, I go to school from home, I live in my home, therefore my home can get messy. So I like to dedicate a lot of time in terms of keeping my space clean because I do so much stuff from home, I need my space and to just be decluttered. I just need it to be a healthy place to work and be creative in. So that's important. Then in yellow, I have school. So obviously if I need to dedicate time to go to class or get an assignment done or meet with my group, whatever it is. Then, this is this is key, okay? So then in teal, a bright teal color, I highlighted rest, okay? Which if you're thinking, Taylor, you have to plan out your rest time? The answer is yes, dude. Literally, okay. I have this insane amount of guilt. Um, if I'm not working and if I'm not being productive, I feel guilty. (sighs) It's awful. I think I watched this TikTok and maybe I'm self-diagnosing this wrong or right, but I think what it's called or what I think I have is called high functioning anxiety. And in that TikTok that I watched, it said, you know, one of the traits is that you can't sit still or you feel guilty about sitting still. And I couldn't understand why on a Saturday, if I wanted to sit down and watch like Netflix and Netflix binge, why I felt a ton amount of guilt and why I the entire time I was just thinking of other things i should or could be doing in this moment but instead i'm just sitting here when all week i was doing stuff and on saturday i'm not going to give myself that and it's like even little things like going to the beach and not surfing like if i go to the beach and i just lay there i feel guilty about not having my surfboard and utilizing the time or like i'll see the waves coming in and i'm like wow that could have been good practice for me i don't know why i had all this anxiety so i realized okay if you're a little planning little freak taylor that's fine just start planning your rest and i don't know if any of you are experiencing similar guilt but it freaking works like i'm like okay i'm gonna set aside this time to just rest and suddenly i'm like oh this is my time to rest if i'm doing anything but resting i'm breaking the code like i kind of reverse psychology myself you know does that make sense okay anyway so then in lime green I put podcast, which obviously every week I dedicate time to record my podcast, to reply to my emails about my podcast, to just general things. It's kind of a new podcast, so she doesn't take up a lot of my time, but she's equally important on my weekly to-dos. And then in purple, a light purple, I have personal, which personal just means like if I want to go hang out with a friend or if I'm going to create that surfing date um, or if I don't know, if I just have anything personal to do, like maybe a doctor's appointment or anything like that, I'm gonna put it in purple. So I color-coordinated my week to know what I want to get done every week and I need to see these colors on my calendar weekly to ensure that I'm moving forward and progressing in things that are important in my life. Okay. So now, let's go back to the time blocking. Okay, so to catch you back up to speed, I now have my topics, color coordinated, that I want to get done weekly. And then I went to my to-do list and I wrote down everything I needed to get done for that day. So now I'm ready to freaking time block. Okay, so I first looked at things that I had to get done at a certain time. And we, like I said, on Tuesday at 5.30, I had a surfing date. With my friend Maya, by the way. She's a queen, so love her. Anyway, so I took the purple pen, pen or marker, and purple is because that's my personal time. So I immediately just drew a block around 5 to 9. And I was like, okay, from 5 to 9, I'm going to dedicate all my time to just be surfing with Maya, okay? And then, then I looked at something else, okay? I had to get some daily movement and some... Uh, mental health in there. So, at 7 a.m., I did a soul cycle class and then at 7.45 to 8, I did a and medita- meditative moment. And yes, I plan it out to ensure that that's what I should be doing because what I was feeling before... Okay, hang on. I'll get there. I'll get there. So, then... Then I took a you know, it's obvious what I'm doing now. I'm just going through my to-do list and I'm picking out the things that I are on my to-do list and I'm just putting them in time slots and a, and you know just putting them in time slots to ensure that I can get everything I want to get done done in that day. Okay. And so I had, let me see, 12 things on my to-do list on Tuesday. And did I fit them on my time-blocking schedule? Yes. I put 12 things on my time-blocking schedule. Okay, so Tuesday was the first day I tried to time-block. Okay, let's take that in mind last week. Okay, so what I figured out right away on Tuesday. So I wake up Tuesday, I do my physical health, I meditate, and I'm trying to get everything done in the time I said it was going to get done. But what I figured out was I didn't account for times that I want to be showering, times I want to be making my meals, times that are just transitional times between tasks, activities. So I literally, quite frankly, booked myself minute by minute where then I was falling behind when I needed to take a shower or when making my breakfast is going to take 15 minutes and that's obviously putting a dent into my timestamp. So that was kind of my first experience with trying to figure out how to time block. I over time blocked. I didn't take into account uh, the spaces in between my duties. So then that's good to know. So then later in the week, flip the page okay so then later in the week i decided okay what you're doing is too much okay literally when i would feel like i had not enough hours in the day putting it on paper made me realize you don't have enough hours of the day that's just how it is so we need to figure out how to get everything done proactively and also nicely efficiently and done well okay So then on Wednesday, instead of putting every little thing I needed to get done, I was like, okay, what's at most important to get done on Wednesday? So now Wednesday is looking a little bit, looking a little bit smaller. Okay. I made my to-do list smaller and then I made my time blocks a little bit larger. I gave myself a little bit 30 minutes at the end of everything to kind of, to just kind of give myself some leeway and kind of, Just have that transitional period. So, on Wednesday, I had one, two, three, four, five things that I needed to get done that day instead of the day prior when I had 12 things I needed to get done that day. And so, what I kind of did was look at all my 12 topics that i wanted to get done in a week those 12 colors i went over and i kind of was like okay where can i place these where they're not super scrunched monday through friday and then on saturday and sunday they're super light and instead how do i how do i move all of these tasks nicely throughout the week where then i'm resting every single day and everything's getting done in the week so that was kind of my goal my objective was just to move all my tasks a little bit more thinly like make them a little bit more thin and spread them out throughout the week and then instead of being like okay grind monday through friday and rest saturday and sunday instead i'm going to grind every single day and i'm going to rest every single day which then brings me into my next little spiel okay and that is how to keep motivated how does one wake up in the morning know their to-do list start actively pursuing their to-do list and at three o'clock how do they not get that burnout that tired feeling and how do they continue to get shit done without needing 10 coffees okay and you know the answer is well the answer is whatever you want it to be but this is my answer i started to learn the value in recharging and draining. and i'm not talking about recharging with a coffee. i mean, maybe i am. sometimes i, you know, indulge in a nice coffee, yerba mate or matcha latte. but that's not what i'm talking about. i'm talking about taking the time to learn about yourself and to learn about the tasks that you have every single day and asking yourself does this task drain me or does this task or does this task recharge me and when i started to learn the difference between these tasks is when i started to feel like i was unlocking my full potential to just be productive okay so you're like taylor what does that even mean um well I'll tell you. <laughs> what it means is, okay, so I wrote this blog and I labeled it, I titled it, Serving Yourself to Then Serve Others. And I feel like this blog is a good way to answer that question of learning to recharge in a way. So, okay. So, the theme of the blog, learning to serve yourself to then serve others, I describe serving yourself as an action that benefits your overall self-being in order to be the best version of you to yourself and then to others. Okay, so, for example, I think about all the people I have to serve in a day. And for me, personally, I am a friend, a wife, a daughter, a sister, a business owner, a dog mom, a student all these things right like all these hats i wear in a day which means i have to serve many people in my life such as friends husband my mother my siblings my planters my dogs my professors classmates all these people right and so i'm asking myself how can i serve all these people without first serving myself the fuel and the energy to be the person i need to be for all these people Right. That's the gist of, that's the gist of the blog. And in the blog later, I talk about things that I do to serve myself. And examples I use is, I meditate. I have daily movements, meaning I get my my workouts in, um, or just go for a walk or whatever my daily movement is for that day. And um, I rest that that's essentially the blog, okay? But I guess what my key takeaway is is I'm learning that meditating and daily movement and rest are actions that recharge me. And sometimes I'm not saying that all those people that I listed drain me, but I would be lying if I said sitting in a freaking Zoom class for an hour and a half listening to my professor lecture does not drain me, okay? It does. And so The difference is, okay, let's say 1 o'clock, I sit in, I'm clocked into class, and my professor is lecturing for an hour and 30 minutes, and by 2.30, I log out of Zoom, and I'm like, just brain dead. I feel tired, I feel like I need a nap, I feel unmotivated, and I feel discouraged by how much I still have to do that day before I even have the opportunity to... Not think about my to do list, right? So, what I would do instead, once I'm once I close my laptop and I'm like, oh geez, I'm drained, I immediately think of the actions that re energize me. So, a lot like something I practice, like really a lot, really religiously. Is that what you would say? I don't know. Anyway, so something that I do a lot once I'm drained is I go for a walk. And I don't know what it is about going for a walk. I mean, you guys need to tell me. Are you guys walkers? Because I just recently realized that walking is something that re energizes me. And now I'm like, goodness, why haven't I been doing this my entire life? Walking's amazing. And maybe I'm just getting old i mean not old but maybe it's just something that comes with age you know i don't know so going outside is something and walking going outside and walking is something that just recharges me like a freaking energizer bunny I don't know what it is, but something about being outside, getting my vitamin D, feeling a nice palm breeze across my skin, you know, being able to appreciate the palm trees, the mountains, the animals I might see, the flowers, the trees listening to a good podcast on the way, catching up with a phone call with my mom. I don't know what it is about this action, but it makes me feel alive. It recharges my soul. And so that is an action that I do that when I close my computer and I'm drained from my class that day, I'm like, oh, I'm drained and have a lot to do. I'm going to go for a quick 15 minute walk around the block ooh, look at that bar. <laughs> anyway, so I I walk out the front door, and I go on my walk, and then I get home, and I'm feeling limber, I'm feeling warm, I'm feeling happy, my endorphins are floating around, they're, you know, surfing in my brain, I don't know what they're doing, but I'm feeling good, and then at that moment in time, I'm ready to look again at my to-do list, at my blocking of my calendar and not feel overwhelmed and drained by how much i need to do instead i'm like yeah like hell yeah let's let's finish this day because i don't have that much more to do it's like a perception change and so take the time i encourage you you know you don't have to do anything i say on this podcast do whatever you want right but i encourage you to take the time to think hmm what recharges me Like, what in my life do I love to do and that just recharges me? And then with that, think about the actions that you just have to do in a day that might drain you. And then once you know the difference between things that recharge you and things that drain you, use that to your advantage to then time and time block and plan your day. For example, i love to get my daily movements in right when i wake up. and that's because it just gives me a head start. it just gives me a huge burst of energy to be like, okay, let's kill this day. Like i I feel good. my endorphins are good. i feel like i'm taking care of myself today. let's start the day right and let's get things done. which is something else that i want to talk about, and that is the concept of a power hour. Now, I don't necessarily know if I believe in like this whole power hour spill and get as much done as you can. I don't think that's necessarily me, especially when I just talked about how knowing the difference between when you're drained and then how to recharge yourself. But, if you are somebody who notices that, you know, I'm more productive in the daytime, or if you're saying I'm more productive at night, well, then taking those timestamps that you feel as if you're more creative, more productive, and then time blocking accordingly to do your tasks within those hours that you know you might automatically be feeling more productive and more creative, and just so you can fulfill those hours more effectively, essentially, right? so i'm not saying just pick an hour and get as much done as you can i feel like that's like kind of the concept that's accumulated when you say power hour i think it's more about knowing yourself and really utilizing your energy to your max potential and so i think that is just the huge lesson i am learning i'm continuing to learn and i've learned so far is just knowing how to use my energy appropriately bottom line just taking my energy and utilizing it to get shit done in my life things that i need to get done things that i want to get done and things that just absolutely have to get done and not feeling drained and not feeling like i don't have time to do things that i want to do because that's something that i was feeling like was happening as i was having these long to-do lists and then I was feeling like I don't have time to do things that I want to do. Instead, I realized that if I spread things out throughout the week, instead of crunching them all in one single day, then I have more time to play, essentially. And so I've kind of just been experimenting with planning. I've been realizing that the way I was planning my time wasn't working and so I was eager to try this new way of time blocking and I've tried it for one week and I'm here to report I'm a fan okay I liked it I felt like it was effective and it most importantly let me know and gave me assurance that whatever was on my to-do list that I was gonna get it done and like i mentioned before, i was overbooking myself so something else that i really liked about time blocking is it made me realize that to kind of minimize my to-do list and to kind of figure out okay what is the necessity of today and how are we going to be able to get everything done and then what can be moved to tomorrow or what can be moved later in the week or what can i do at the same time and visualizing that and having a clear vision of what my day is going to look like and how to spend my energy and where to put my energy and my momentum is a game changer okay i this week i got so much done and it was just maybe it was a mind change also but just feeling excited and feeling it being able to just see my days on paper in an effective way was just chef's kiss okay oh something else oh my gosh i can't believe i almost ended this podcast without mentioning this okay something else that i do every single day is when I first wake up, after I do my workout and after I do my meditation, I then open my calendar, I open my planner, and I'm looking at my day and refreshing myself of the timestamps I need to be doing, at which I need to be doing, and what things I'm going to be doing that day. So before I even start to tackle my to-do list, I grab my pen, and on that same day, right next to my to-do list, I write my objectives. And this is important because it's not it's not a to-do list it's my objectives for the day it's it, okay for example let's go to Tuesday so we were talking about Tuesday and I was telling you everything that I needed to get done that day so I'm just gonna go okay so on Tuesday I wrote three objectives for myself that day and one was to be in control and to be the flow not go with the flow and so like I said I was trying this new time blocking so I didn't want to just go with the flow of the day I wanted to be the flow and so it was I, my objective for that day was to be control be in control over the flow okay so that was one objective that I had for the day secondly was to get things done in the morning and then to have a fun enjoying time in the p.m. In the evening. So, like I said, I was going surfing that later that night with my friend Maya. So it was important to me that I put a lot of my energy into the morning so then I can recharge and have fun with my friend later that night without feeling like, oh my gosh, I still have so much to do today or I didn't get A, B, C, and D done today and not having that guilt that I was talking about earlier. So then the third objective that I wrote for myself was that I wanted to make sure I was fueling my body with good nutrition and I was drinking lots of water. And that was my objective for the day, simply because I knew I was going to be surfing a lot that night, and surfing will drain me. So I just wanted to make sure I was giving myself good nutrients and drinking lots of water to be hydrated and ready to go for that night. So those were my three objectives for the day. And I feel like objectives aren't things that you can plan the night before. So like the night before, I plan my to-do list, and then I do my time blocking. So that way in the morning I wake up and I have a clear vision of what that day looks like. But objectives are something that I feel like I have to write day of that morning as I'm starting my day to a, just kind of remind me of the vibe and the type of day I want to have. But secondly, it's like a filling. It's just like me asking myself, what do you need today? What are your objectives today? Not what are the things you have to get done today? But like, what are your objectives? What, what, what is your point of living today? (laughs) Okay, I don't know if it's that deep, but just generally being like, what do I need today? Today, I need to be the flow, not go with the flow. I need to get things done in the morning and I need to also give myself the fuel and the energy and the hydration to have a good night. And that is something that's great because now I have my to-do list, that's one. And then I have my time blocking, that's two. And then I have my objectives, and that's three. And I feel like together, having these three tools gives me my most effective, most mm, just the best productive self version of me and you might be thinking oh my gosh taylor you want me to have three things to plan my day you're a psycho and the answer is probably yeah i might be overdoing it but i'm still learning and i'm still trying to figure out my own craft so at the beginning i feel like maybe i need to be a little bit hands-on and a little bit overly proactive until i figure out where i can be lenient but right now what i'm doing is working my to-do list, my time blocking and my objectives. Those three things together are just so powerful. And I encourage you to just figure out your own potion and motion to make yourself most effective and do the things you want to do. It's insane how much I've been able to accomplish in just one small week and like i said it might be a little placebo of like ooh, i'm time blocking so i'm gonna be so effective but honestly not really i feel like i'm resting more i feel like i'm getting more done and i'm resting more and it's simply because i have a day planned out i don't feel guilty when i'm doing other tasks because i know this is what i'm supposed to be doing right now within this time and i plan my shit accordingly so that way when i want to go surfing all night all in the evening it gets done! I can do that and I can enjoy my time with my friends and enjoy my time um, on the in the water. So I guess that's my spill. okay? I tried time blocking and I freaking loved it and it's been effective for me and I also encourage you to find out your own planning, time blocking, all the things you need to do for yourself. Like I mentioned, how I started, I made a to-do list, then I went to my time blocking calendar and I put my to-do list into time slots. Then, in the next morning, I wrote my objectives for the day. And my objectives were not my to-do list. My objectives were how I wanted to feel and what I wanted to get out of that day. So that's a quick summary of what I've been doing. And it's been great. I love it. So, I guess that's where my podcast is ending. Also, remembering to learn how to recharge yourself when you're drained. Knowing what drains you. Knowing how to recharge yourself. Um that's that's essentially my potion and my motion i've been making potion motion okay anyway that's kind of what i've just been doing and it's been working and i wanted to share it with you so let me know if you try it give yourself an honest week and you know what you might be thinking taylor are you kidding me i don't want to have three things to do i don't want to plan my week or i don't want to plan my to-do list i don't want to time block and i don't want to write my objectives i it's easier to just grab a sticky note and write my to-do list real quick and yeah okay you're right it is easier to do that but is it working so like ask yourself am i getting everything i want to be getting done here's the thing i'm learning to not be so stingy in terms of it's my way or the highway and believe me i am still pretty stingy of like it's my way or the highway but what i'm learning to be more open-minded to is if i'm doing stuff that's not working then why do i keep doing it and so for example my to-do list were not working so i was more open-minded when someone came around and was like hey you should try t- you should try time blocking and i'm like okay I'm going to try it. And you know what? If I wouldn't have ever been optimistic enough to try it, I wouldn't have known how effective and great it would have been. So before you're like, I'm not going to write three things. <laughs> I'm not going to have three different journals to do these things, Taylor. Um, that's fine. You don't have to have three things, but just try it in some form that works for you and your lifestyle and your time management. Not to mention, taking the night, just taking a quick 20 minutes before I went to bed and planning my day ahead was just relaxing and meditative within itself. Just, you know, getting all my cute little colors, color like, giving everything a color, having my own little planner look all cute. I don't know. I don't know. It was good self care this week. I'm feeling good this week. How is everybody else feeling this week? message me i want to talk to you guys this is a one-way ticket i am have been on this phone call for now 42 minutes by myself just talking and i'd love to hear another voice at the end so message me dm me email me my email is Rockwell at plantsandpolates.com um yeah i love hearing from you guys the few of you that do reach out it makes my day and i appreciate it dearly um so yes i'm ending this podcast here I appreciate you listening if you got thus far. Let me know how time blocking goes for you. And if you want to communicate that time blocking moment with me, my Instagram is taylor underscore rockwell with three L's. If you want to check out my plant business, it's plants dot and dot pilates. P-I-L-A-T-A-Y-S. And again, I appreciate you guys listening and I'll see you in the next week. Bye!